The Holy Spirit wants to meet you. I'm Roger Crickler. Welcome to Spirits, Weapons, and Warfare, Episode 3, Introducing You to the Holy Spirit. So hello. So I want to introduce you to the Holy Spirit. And when I started thinking about doing this episode, I thought to myself, how many sermons have I heard strictly on the Holy Spirit? And I don't know about you, but for me, not that many. And then are there many books written about the Holy Spirit? I'm not aware of a lot, probably a a few, I'm sure. But the point is, is that Even though the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a lot is not really mentioned about him. And I thought in a personal term, wow, that's not good to be ignored. It's not a good feeling and so forth. But the point is, is that the Holy Spirit, he continues to do his job even though he may not get the full recognition or any recognition by anybody, but he is anoints the anointer, and he is indweller of the believer. And he is obviously the power behind the weapons that we're going to be talking about and the power to cast out demons even when during Jesus' time. He used the Spirit to cast out demons. So when you think about the Holy Spirit, he's kind of been around a long time. It says during the creation that when God created the heavens and the earth, the Spirit of God hovered above the waters. The Holy Spirit was there back during the creation. So he's been around a long time. And so I think it's time to recognize the Holy Spirit and let's talk about him. So we can know more about him. Because at the end of the day, he is our battle buddy. And what is a battle buddy? He is someone that makes sure that you are ready for battle. In our case, he's going to be our power. But he's also going to remind us and teach us and guide us as we battle. And as he does in all things in life. But he's going to be doing that especially during our battles with Satan. So it's important to know about the Holy Spirit, and we're going to take a pretty good dive into understanding who he is, what he is, how he operates, a little bit about his ministry, his characteristics, you know, his sensitivities, and just really get to know the Holy Spirit. Because again, he is everything to us as far as spiritual warfare. He is the power behind our weapons that gives us the ability to battle and win over Satan. So let's start our study of the Holy Spirit with who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, as you know, is a part of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So he is God. And even Peter in Acts 5, 3, 4, 
when talking to Ananias. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Thou hast not lied unto man, but unto God. So Peter was explaining there how the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is a part of God. He is equal in stature to the Father and Jesus Christ, the Son. Even when Jesus was being baptized in Matthew 3, 16, 17, it says, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from the heavens saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So even prior to returning to heaven, Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify me. So looking at this from a biblical worldview, that Jesus had to go to be able to send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, back. Let me read to you something else that's kind of, kind of interesting. Is that in Matthew 16, when Jesus, they were in the area of Caesarea in Philippi. Jesus was asking, who do the people say I am? And then he said to Peter, who do you say I am? And Peter said that you are the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, that is nothing that you got from flesh and blood. You didn't think of that on your own. That came from my father above. That's how you got that knowledge. But later on, when Jesus was now comfortable in telling disciples, you know, about his future demise, Peter took him aside and rebuked him and said, no, this can't happen to you. We can't let you die. This can never happen. But Jesus, get this, said, get behind me, Satan. You are, a you are a stumbling block to me, for you do not have the mind of things of God, but the things of men. Now, what's he saying there? He's saying that Peter was focused on the natural world and not wanting him to go, but in a biblical view, biblical worldview, and of God's view, this was all part of the plan, that Jesus had to die and be crucified to take our sins away, give us a pathway to live with him for eternity. But more importantly, in our case right now, is to be able to send the Holy Spirit back to us, to dwell within us, and to teach us things, remind us of things, and to be the power behind the weapons that we will use to battle Satan. So what's another thing that the Holy Spirit does for us? He searches out the human mind. In 1 Corinthians 2.10, it says this, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. 
So what is this saying? This is saying that God has revealed, and in this case, the Scripture. The Holy Spirit is the author of the Scripture. He used human agents to place the Scripture in written form, but it was the Holy Spirit who disclosed Scripture to the human author. The Holy Spirit, the agent of unveiling God in written form. So before we leave talking about the personality of the Holy Spirit, there's one more aspect that you have to know about the Holy Spirit, and that's he's sensitive. He is sensitive to man's actions that he can sometimes pull away from you, and you don't want that during a battle. And one of the things that will really offend the Holy Spirit is if you lie to him. Like Peter said in Acts 5, 3, and 4, it says, Thou hast not lied unto me, talking to Ananias, that he was lying to Peter, but he was lying to the Holy Spirit, lying to God. And so that is something that you have to avoid at all cost. So also quenching the Holy Spirit. Quenching is like putting out a fire. You throw water on it. You quench the fire. If you refuse to do what the Holy Spirit wants you to do, that's like quenching him, putting water on what he wants you to do. Avoid that because all of these things is things that are going to offend him. And the last thing you want to do is offend the Holy Spirit when he is your battle buddy. Now I'm talking a lot, you know, this goes across the board in all of life, but again, we're talking about spiritual warfare. And so offending your battle buddy before you go into battle or even when you're in battle, that is a bad thing to do because you want the Holy Spirit there. You need the Holy Spirit there because he is the power behind your weapons. So know that he is sensitive know that he is always watching you and that if you lie to him or try to not do what he wants uh, or even insult him, you know, um, it's avoided. And how do you avoid that? Because remember, all these things that you are about to do is behavior-based, which starts with a thought. And what does God say about that? Take every thought captive. And that we'll also talk about as part of spiritual warfare and the weapons and how to do that later on in the series, but you can do it. And knowing that you can do something to me kind of gives you hope, right? It's, it's one thing to be hopeless and say, oh man, I can't do anything about it. But if you have hope, then you know, hey, there's a possibility I can rectify something. And that is the beautiful thing. So don't offend our sensitive Holy Spirit. So now that we've looked at the personality of the Holy Spirit, let's turn our attention to the promise of the Holy Spirit from Jesus and where he lives, our union with the Father, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So I want to go through some slides with you and 
talk to you about how we are united with the Father through Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit. So we're going to start out with Ephesians 6.10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So how are we supposed to be strong in the Lord? It is a union between us, Jesus, and the Father, and the Holy Spirit. So to be strong in the Lord, uh, we have to draw strength from him and be empowered through the union with him. And how's this done? Let's first talk about what a union is. If we looked in the Webster Dictionary and looked up what is a union, a union is an act or instant of uniting or joining two or more things into one. So we have a union with the Father through Jesus. So if we look at the graph, you can see there's us, Jesus, and the Father. And how does that happen? So the union with Jesus and the Father, let's just look at that half first. Jesus says in John 14, 7, 11, If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do not, you, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. He who has seen me has seen the Father. And how can you say, show us the Father? Don't, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The word I speak, I do not speak of my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me, living in Jesus, who I, who is doing the work. Believe me when I say that I am the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. So I think it's clear that we can see the union between Jesus and the Father, and that's one half of us getting to a union to the Father via Jesus. So through their union, we are empowered by our union with Jesus. John 20, on that day you will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. This is our union with the Father. So then Jesus prays to all the believers. Jesus says it again in John 17, 20, 21. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I, in, in, I am in them, and you are in me. So here is the oneness between us and Jesus, Jesus and the Father. So this is how we get our power via the Holy Spirit living in us, is because that we have this union with Jesus, obviously the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So this union is where we get our strength from to battle Satan. So John, so as Jesus also says in John 14, 15, and 16, 
If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Holy Spirit is going to be with us forever. So John 14, 26 says, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. So he is our teacher, our guide, our power behind our weapons for sure. But God sent the Holy Spirit, and he lives within us. And like I said before, if you ever wonder where he's at, he's not 10,000 miles away. Just look down. He's right there. God, the Holy Spirit, is living in us. So the Holy Spirit abides in us and is our helper who empowers us. Empower means to give official authority and legal power to, and that's what the Holy Spirit does for us. The Holy Spirit gives us the authority to engage in the strength of Jesus and the Father against the enemy as we talk in the spiritual warfare context. So we have a union with Jesus and the Father, and that's how the Holy Spirit came to us and lives in us. So let's start to wrap this episode up. Um, I was hoping to get everything done on the Holy Spirit in one episode, but I just wasn't able to. Uh, there's still more to talk about as far as his ministry and how he transfers his power to us. So we'll cover that in the next episode. And I promise you, we're going to be getting to the weapons and learning how uh, to fight and use our weapons. The episode after next is going to be on prayer, which is our most powerful weapon. We're going to learn the essentials of effective prayers. And so we'll be going through that. So stick with me. We're getting there. I just want to lay down the foundation of who the Holy Spirit is, where our power comes from, the invisible war. So I'm trying to do like when I went into the basic training, they teach you all this stuff up front till you finally get into the good stuff. So hang in there with me and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much. And if you like what you're seeing, don't forget to subscribe and I sure do appreciate it. Thank you so much. See ya next episode.